The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Time to get you dialed into the biggest stories of the day. This is the Daily 10 with Matt Chernoff. All right, everybody, here we go. It's time for the Thursday edition of the Daily 10. You know what that means. Yes, it's your friend Matt back again, ready to take you on our 10-minute sports journey together today. Here's what's coming up on our Rhodes Group rundown. It's brought to you by the Rhodes Group. So right off the bat, you're thinking, Matt, tell me about the Rhodes Group. Who are they? Well, the Rhodes Group are the independent insurance agents in the northern suburbs of Atlanta that I use to make sure I get the best in my home and car insurance, best rates, best coverage, best policies. And it's important that you get 10 insurance quotes to make sure you're getting the best policy. Otherwise, you're going to spend hours and hours doing it yourself. Save yourself the time, the frustration, and the money by working with an independent agent like the Rhodes Group who can do the shopping for you. That always is going to bring you peace of mind, which brings comprehensive collision, uninsured motorist coverage, third-party liability, all this stuff that we kind of know about but we could mess up if we don't have the help of an independent agent like the Rhodes Group. They were kind enough to set up a landing page for our listeners where you can get those 10 home and car uh, 10 home and car insurance quotes in just 10 minutes. You can go to roads-group.com/churnoff. Again, it's spelled R H O A D S. roads-group.com/churnoff. My last name or you'll call them. They'll give you the 10 quotes right over the phone. Six seven eight three four one nine six six seven for the Rhodes Group. As the Falcons get ready for their matchup with Tampa on Sunday in what is kind of a big game, my lack of trust in the Falcons goes beyond just this Sunday. It's kind of the reason I don't want them to draft a quarterback in next year's draft, in April's draft. I'll tell you why coming up. Plus, Georgia fans will have more to look forward to in 2024 than any fan base in America. I'll tell you why coming up. And Braves GM Alex Anthopoulos, I thought, chose his words very carefully while discussing the Braves offseason and the biggest fish on the free agent market as baseball's winter meetings continued in Nashville. We'll get to that in a moment, but let's start with the Falcons. I told you they're a a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home this Sunday against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The game's stakes, it matters for the crappy NFC South, which I'm guessing the rest of the NFL world kind of laughs at what, what, we're doing, uh, what we're doing here for the last couple of years. And happening again where the 6-6 six and six Falcons with a win can open up a little more breathing room with Tampa and the same thing with the Saints. So here's the way it works. If the Falcons win, they would move to 7-6. and six. That would push Tampa three games back, two in the loss column, one with the tiebreaker with four games to go. Meanwhile, the Saints have a very winnable game on Sunday against Carolina at home. The following week, the Saints will play the Giants. So you have to be careful here that if you were to trip up against Tampa, you could have a three-way tie at the top of the division this week, and who knows what it would look like the following week. So that part of it is, a, is quote, a big game in the NFC South. Now, when the season's all said and done, no matter what happens, whether the Falcons make the playoffs, whether they miss the postseason, We all have the idea the Falcons are going to go a different direction at quarterback. Unless something happens in the last five weeks that changes that opinion, I don't think Desmond Ritter will be the Falcons quarterback next season. 
with that in mind, let me be very clear. I'm rooting against the Falcons drafting a quarterback as long as this current regime is in place. I just don't trust Arthur Smith and this staff to develop a young quarterback correctly. And I'm not putting that all on the development of Desmond Ritter, but I'll be very clear. I think some other coaches, some other staffs would have done a better job developing Desmond Ritter. As I watch Brock Purdy thrive in San Francisco, it always reminds me how important the right staff, the right culture, and the right coach is for developing the quarterback, having the right play caller, the right scheme, and the right development. I think Brock Purdy, if he was here playing for this coaching staff, would look about the same as Desmond Ritter. The Falcons' crappy offense would look about the same. I think if Desmond Ritter was playing for Kyle Shanahan or Mike McDaniel or Andy Reid, and I'm picking the best offensive minds I know, I think you'd get a lot better out of him, but that's the point. That I don't know if I trust Arthur Smith and this coaching staff with yet another young quarterback to develop them. I think what we've seen out of Arthur is he develops running backs, and he does it very well. Derrick Henry broke out in a big way his first year playing with Arthur Smith as the OC. And maybe it would have happened no matter who the OC was, but Derrick was always good. He became great under Arthur Smith. He got to Atlanta, and Arthur Smith had a breakout with Cordero Patterson. Cordero, who could never establish himself in a lot of other places other than a kick returner, Arthur Smith unlocked something. Tyler Algier, a fifth-round pick, thrived under Arthur Smith. And we know Bijan will because Bijan's that talented. And the theory is Arthur Smith should be able to make that even better. But then when you get to quarterbacks, Arthur Smith couldn't develop Marcus Mariota in Tennessee, the young version that was still thought to have a lot of promise as the once number two pick in the draft. He's obviously not developing Desmond the way that we think you want to see the improvement Desmond week to week. It's not just Arthur Smith. I think it's the hardest thing to do in the NFL, develop a young quarterback correctly. And what I'm going to give you numbers-wise is not apples to apples. I'll say that right off the top. But I'll remind you that Arthur Smith benched Desmond Ritter for two games to take a look at a backup quarterback in Taylor Heineke. Well, in Tennessee... Arthur Smith benched Marcus Mariota to take a look at a veteran in Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill became the starter and thrived as a veteran in that offense. But Marcus Mariota, before he was benched in Tennessee, this was years back now, he played 13 games uh, before losing his job to Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill took over, and as I said, Tennessee never looked back. Go back to last season when Mariota was here just as a placeholder. He was not going to be the future. He was just going to hold it down until the next guy came about. Marcus started 13 games a year ago for the Falcons. He completed 61% of his passes, 171 yards a game. He threw 15 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. He had an 88.2 quarterback rating. Now, Desmond Ritter threw 10 games this season. Again, not apples to apples. He's completing about the same completion percentage, a little better at 63.3. But he's only got 8 touchdowns. He has 8 picks and an 81.3 quarterback rating. It's not that different. In fact, you could argue Mariota's passing numbers might have been a little bit better. The one time that Arthur Smith really had success with a quarterback, whether he was calling plays for Tennessee or here, was with a veteran, Ryan Tannehill. I don't know how to explain it. Tannehill couldn't stay healthy with the Dolphins, but he was a talented guy. He was a first-round pick. By the time he got to Tennessee, for whatever reason, it just worked. I think the Falcons are going to go that route. I think they're going to end up either signing a, a veteran free agent or trading for somebody's whether that's signing Kirk Cousins, who's coming off an injury, trading for a Kyler Murray or Justin Fields, I think that's more realistic. I do have this awful sinking feeling that we could end up with Ryan Tannehill here at like 36 years old because Tannehill speaks Arthur's language and they've already been together. 
keep in mind, again, this is a 36-year-old who's been incredibly injury-prone, so you better have a good plan B in place, and that uh, plan B to me can't be Desmond Ritter next year as your backup if and when Ryan Tano was to go down. I don't trust them to draft. I love Jaden Daniels. Like, I love what Jaden Daniels could do. I think the world of, of some of these other young quarterbacks, I just don't think the Falcons would get it right. All right, I want to talk about what Georgia fans will have to look forward to coming up in a moment. First, I'm going to remind you we're brought to you by the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. Downtown Woodstock, number one, is a great spot with bars, restaurants, nightlife. Right in the heart of it is the Daily Draft, which is my go-to sports bar. I live in Woodstock. It's easy. But if you live in Roswell or Alpharetta or Milton, you're not far. You live in Canton or Kennesaw, come on by to the Daily Draft. Say hello to Sean Daly and his great team, and you'll experience that beer wall with the self-serve taps. You'll check out the brand new menu with so many right, an- uh, right answers for the family, a date night, a boys night, the biggest and best big screen in the Burbs, a craft beer bar, and two stories of great views for all the games you want. You can follow the Daily Draft on social media. I would highly recommend doing it to keep up with all things trivia night, kids eat free night, all that stuff. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook, and you can always dial up the uh, website at thedailydraft.net. Go see them downtown Woodstock on Main Street. So the Georgia schedule was leaked yesterday. We're not supposed to know everybody's schedules, I think, until December 13th when the SEC Network does a reveal show. But UGASports.com, they got their hands on it with a game schedules in order, and it looks like this. Georgia will open with Clemson at Mercedes-Benz Stadium August 31st. September 7th, they'll host Tennessee Tech. The following week, they're at Lexington to face Kentucky with Brock Vandegriff. Then there's a bye week before Georgia goes to Tuscaloosa September 28th to face the Crimson Tide. The following week, they're home with Auburn. Then the Dogs are home with Miss State before heading to Austin, Texas, October 19th for a matchup with the Longhorns. After that game, there's a bye. And then Georgia, Florida in Jacksonville, November 2nd. The Dogs are in Oxford against Ole Miss, November 9th before hosting Tennessee on the 16th. And then they'll finish their schedule with home games against UMass on the 23rd and Georgia Tech on the 30th. Now, let me be clear. On paper, that might be the most compelling schedule in college football. If not the top, it might be in the top three or four. When you face Clemson at a conference, you face Alabama on the road, you're going to Texas, you're at Ole Miss, and then I won't sleep on games like Tennessee or Florida or Georgia Tech or Auburn. That's as compelling a schedule Georgia has ever had. And it's funny, it came off the least compelling schedule, I think, in Georgia history. Now, that wasn't completely their fault. Remember, Georgia had to cancel the Oklahoma game because the SEC told them to. But the September schedule for Georgia had UT Martin this past year, Ball State. It had UAB and then in conference later on Vandy. When a quarter of your schedule is UT Martin, Ball State, UAB, and Vandy, it's going to be hard to get excited for that schedule. Conversely, next season, when your schedule includes at Bama, at Texas, neutral site against Clemson, at Ole Miss, home with Tennessee, uh, Florida and Jacksonville, like that's that's as good as it gets. I think Georgia fans, at least on paper, have the most compelling schedule they've ever had to look forward to from the Dogs. We shall see what it looks like next season. All right, finally, I wanted to talk about uh, the Braves as winter meetings continued in Nashville. Now, Alex Anthopoulos, Braves GM, he was choosing his words, I think, very wisely when he was asked to comment on Shohei Otani. He was very clear. He said, I don't talk about free agents. I can't talk about free agents. He repeated, though, that Jared Kelnick is the only position player that Alex pursued so far this offseason. And he said, we didn't look at left field. We looked at Jared Kelnick. Now, his words were chosen wisely. He didn't say anything about DH. He didn't say anything about pitcher. He said the only position player we looked at was Jared Kelnick. 
Hmm, could that mean Shohei? No, it doesn't mean Shohei. <laughs> They're not signing Shohei. They were never signing Shohei, but I thought he answered that pretty interestingly. Uh, Anthopolis also said they explored a number of starting pitchers, both free agents and trades, and they'll continue to work at that this winter. Why is that important? Well, you want to see them add another veteran this year, but you also might need to replace Max Freed after the 24th season. Justin Toscano, Braves beat writer, had this note that according to a person with knowledge of the situation, the Braves and Max Freed's camp had discussions about a potential extension before the 2023 season. The sides went back and forth. They had dialogue, exchanged numbers, but those conversations eventually reached an impasse. That is to believe the, to be believed the last time the Braves and Freed had to talk about an extension. Doesn't it sound exactly like Dansby? Doesn't it sound very similar to Freddie Freeman? I think it's going to go that way too, and I don't love it. I'd love to see them keep Max Freed long-term, but their philosophy has not included paying a pitcher $160 or $170 million over a six- or seven-year deal, and I think the place to start with Max is a six-year deal for $162 million. That's what Carlos Rodon got when he signed with the Yankees. That would be $27 million a year. The AAV is not a problem, the Braves would have to change their philosophy on paying a pitcher who's going to be 30 years old for six years. My guess is, again, it goes a lot like Dansby and Freddie, and you're watching the final year coming up of Max Freed in Atlanta. All right, if you guys would do me the favor of subscribing to the podcast now, just to guarantee you get it waiting for you each and every morning at 10 a.m., we're available across all podcast platforms. All you have to do is subscribe. I'll talk to you folks later on this afternoon on the radio at 2 o'clock on 680 The Fan in Atlanta. We're back here tomorrow for the next edition of The Daily 10. Subscribe to The Daily 10 now and get the latest breaking news and biggest stories of the day every morning. Get more at 680thefan.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, or wherever you get your favorite shows. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com save. That's worthybonds.com save. And save and win. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia.